Welcome to episode 41 oh, shit. of the Kapow cast. He almost didn't have it. <laughs> I actually, like, during our uh, our moment of silence before we record, I actually was thinking, like, 40, 40. <laughs> I'm out of fingers. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> We're going to have to cancel it. Is the much-anticipated uh, Civil War review. We've all seen it. This is Captain America Civil War weekend. But first, we're going to blow through some news. Um, Joining me for this adventure is Tony Vance. Hello. And Mr. Murka himself, (laughs) Jeff Jefferson. Hello. How are you guys today? I am well, thank you. A little hungover, but otherwise. (laughs) I'm tired as normal. (laughs) And I'm angry because I have to work later. (laughs) The universe is right today. (laughs) So... Uh, this week, one of the big things that came out is we had our first look at the brand new Power Ranger suits for the movie. Uh, a lot of interesting thoughts about these suits. What did you guys think? Uh, I didn't really care for them. They, uh, I don't know, they look too busy. And, you know, I'm going to be the first person to say it out loud on the podcast. They look a lot like Iron Man armor or something. I've heard Iron Man. I've heard Halo. Yeah, I, I could get that. I just don't like the way the helmets are shaped. It's, they're really weird. Like uh, All the actors have to have narrow heads. <laughs> I know. Their heads look really weird and skinny, like Easter Island heads or something. <laughs> uh, I, I'm not surprised with the way they look. I don't understand what people are getting up in arms about. If you look at everything coming out from like uh, know, eight years ago till now, they, everything looks the same. And yeah. you look at uh, you look at uh, G.I. Joe, Rise of Cobra. Oh, fucking the Halo suits? The Halo suits. Mm-hmm. I didn't care for that movie at all. Well, I don't think anybody did. <laughs> I never saw it. It got a sequel. I, hey, I, let's put the Waynes brothers in this movie. There, there you the go. The sequel wasn't bad. It had The Rock. <laughs> well, you see, that's good casting because he looks like a GI Joe. It's true. He's a real life GI Joe. Yeah, he looks like Roadblock or something. Oh, <laughs> um, I'm I'm kind of with you, Tony. Where like I, I saw him and I was like, okay. I mean, <laughs> you accepted it and you moved on. I, I did. I was just well, like, I'm not like you know, my childhood is being raped. Hey, <laughs> um, I, I don't know what I expected. I mean, to begin with, like, because I remember when they were in essence, I'm like mentally trying to prepare myself. Like, okay, what kind of look are they going to go for? Because I knew it was obviously going to be a huge departure from whatever they had done in the series. Uh, and then when I saw the picture, I was just like, oh, so that's what they're going with. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I'm going to go. What's on happening re- over here? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go on record and say I prefer the uniforms from the first Power Rangers movie that had <laughs> Ivan Ooze in it. Those were really cool. They were, they were they awesome. awesome. I want to watch it again, but I'm really scared for how badly the CG has aged for the... Uh... It's not great. Yeah. <laughs> I, have it on, I have it on DVD. Uh, uh, they you, don't even, you don't even have it on Blu-ray. They refuse to release it on Blu-ray. <laughs> <laughs> Why would they not? You think, you know, let's go the crowd. I'm waiting. <laughs> um... <laughs> um, 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 I was, I was going to say, did you guys hear about the kind of... Interesting fan theory of the Rita Repulsa and the why she looks the way she looks. Yes, I have. What I was it? actually just about to talk about yeah. that. <laughs> what, what, the, uh, what? the theory is is the uh, because there was another picture that came out of her and she looked completely different. Yeah, she it was like uh, more like in black and all that stuff, and her hair was I think normal color. Mm. The theory is that she gets that the picture that was released she gets that way because she has access to the green power coin. Oh, maybe. 
So totally like kind of doing the uh, what was it, what was that story arc the called? Green, the Green Ranger. I don't. Stranger Danger. Green Ranger, Stranger Danger. <laughs> it was something about uh, green and evil and power. I don't know what the hell it was. I can't remember now. Mm-hmm. But totally skipping over the fact that they're going to introduce Tommy Oliver and then Rita. Well, it's because nobody can play Tommy Oliver but Jason David Frank. It's true. <laughs> I mean, they might as he well. He still looks great. He's in better shape than he was back then. They should just get him. And he's still waiting for the match with CM Punk. <laughs> It'll happen. And just as soon as CM Punk's UFC debut happens in the year 2032. yeah. <laughs> and the futuristic gear of nine billion. I still have more training to do. <laughs> really? Yeah. How about we just say you're not going to do it? Because he's, he's what, like 30? He has to be like 35, he's up 36 there. years old. Yeah. Like, that's really... That's extremely old. I mean, Con- oh, what was his name? Connor... Uh, McGregor. McGregor just retired, and he was he's still in his 20s. Yep. Well, I mean, you don't, it's not a long career you have in there. I mean, Brock Lesnar was kind of old for his debut, and he was in his late 20s. That's mm-hmm. Well, that's because Brock Lesnar wasn't a good fighter. <laughs> um, yeah, but he looks like a shaved guy, gorilla. Exactly. He could take a punch. So he's like, <laughs> I can make money doing this. <laughs> Suplex City. <laughs> Are you guys still interested in seeing this? Like, oh, I, yeah. I'm about as oh, interested yeah. in seeing this movie as I was probably like the first Transformers movie. Not um, not the sequels that followed. Like when the first trans movie came, movie came out, I was like, "Okay, I will probably see that." But it wasn't like something I marked on my calendar. I was actually really excited for the first Transformers. Oh, movie. I know you were <laughs> mainly because they had the uh, original voice for Optimus Prime, mm-hmm. and I still on this to this day say I enjoyed that film. The first one is still a good movie you can put on and shut your mind off and watch robots transform in very slow motion explosions. <laughs> There's nothing else that I want for my Transformers. <laughs> uh, second uh, bit of news is sort of like a uh, state of the DC movie universe. Uh-oh. Things are going like crazy, I think, behind the scenes because although, like, uh, we all know Batman v Superman failed to meet expectations critically. Seventh, and wasn't it the seventh highest ranking uh, superhero movie of all yeah. time? Which they were hoping for. One plus, I'm assuming. They were hoping to think I get around one billion. Uh huh. And they hit hit like seven point. They got like I think they're around eight. Yeah, they're around like eight point something. Like they're not gonna. They're not point eight billion. Yeah. So in their mind, that is a failure. And financially, the movie is not really a failure. But it's the same deal with Disney thinking like Age of Ultron was a failure, and that still made a buttload of money. Yeah, just because it's that million mark. Just yeah. because it's not meeting your expectations, but I think the the problem with DC is lying on they're trying to build a foundation on a very shaky ground, <laughs> very shaky, uneven ground made of sand and, and uh, poop, poop, lots of poop. There was a <laughs> there was a bit of news that came out that uh, even though the Flash movie is a couple years away, that the Flash movie has lost its director. Oh, that's always a good um, sign. Couldn't they just make a movie without a director? Yeah, why? I mean, they might. As well. <laughs> How would they have any direction? <laughs> Uh, the thing they need to do with the Flash movie is they need to make it fast. <laughs> Needs to be 30 seconds tops. <laughs> <laughs> Longest part should be the credits. <laughs> they, uh, Which will be five minutes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're citing like some sort of creative differences between the director and Warner Brothers, which he was is saying always that, a good sign. Yeah, oh, my goodness. Wasn't in, uh, oh, wait, no, no. Warner Brothers transferred the rights to... 
new line for Sandman. Yeah. Okay. Because I was going to say, and that, that, one's in, that one's in hell. That yeah. one's in like development hell, which is fine with me. I don't really want to see a Sandman um, movie. And then shortly after, which a rumor had, uh, ended up uh, being slightly kind of debunked, was that Aquaman was then going to lo- was rumored to be losing its director soon, yeah. also due to creative differences. But the director later like posted a picture on Instagram of him, of him standing next to a wall of Aquaman stuff, <laughs> which like the people were like, "Oh, he's still doing it." Like, I think that was uh, might have been maybe more of a PR thing. Like, yeah, things are fine. Guys. No, no, no horrible sinking ship here. Um, pun intended. And the other like part of factoring in this is it was just found out. I think it was late last night, early this morning. Uh, that Ben Affleck is now going to be executive producer mm-hmm. on the Justice League movie, which is crazy. I never. Um, what a world so, we're living in, where Ben Affleck's Batman and the executive producer for the Justice League. Like, so does that mean, like, if anybody gets out of line, he's going to serve up some justice? <laughs> he's gonna in in his Batman form because I, I I'd buy that for a dollar. He's <laughs> some of the some of the inner rumblings I understand from the the industry. That's what it's as uh, showbiz <laughs> folks call it, uh, is that um, Ben Affleck is very disappointed, obviously, with how this movie was received mm-hmm. because, you know, he was telling everybody this is, you know, it's totally different than Daredevil. It's going to be better. And, well, it was better than Daredevil. And it has it has a worse Rotten Tomato score than Daredevil. Well, uh, Rotten Tomatoes, yeah. Yeah. Need we say more? Um, but he was just very, I think he was very disappointed with the lack of... Good reviews and just overall. Did it really rank lower than Daredevil? Yes, it did. And Rot- there, I mean, it, it has it has like a twenty one, twenty two percent right now. It what was, is wrong with people? It was viciously uh, mauled. It was. It was really drug through a freaking. It was keel hauled, man. They, I don't understand it. I mean, don't get me wrong. I didn't love the movie. Yeah. I was confused and disappointed, and uh, I don't know. I felt. I feel like there's a lot of supporters for Batfleck, though. Oh, yeah. That was... Uh, well, that was, like, the one thing that... And that was the one thing that came out of this movie is... Well, Batman was really good. Reading reviews is, is for the most part, except Jesse Eisner being very hot or cold for a lot of people, there was no... Like the Katy Perry song. <laughs> you read my mind. <laughs> there was no... Uh, nobody had a problem with the performances, per se. You know, Ben Affleck, I don't think, has anything to be ashamed of. I understand, uh, though, he was, he was very passionate about this project, and he was really excited, um, and I'm glad that he's still sticking with it, and it, it it almost seems like they're giving him more of a pull now to kind of keep him on board, and I wouldn't be surprised if they're slowly bringing him in more and slowly pushing Zack Snyder. <laughs> like Off of a slow. cliff. There's a, there's a whole... Big old debacle with Snyder and Warner Brothers right now going on in there. Oh yeah, they're uh, really buttonheads. Uh-huh. And it's this is also worrisome because Justice League is supposed to start filming like any week now, which is really bad. If they're, I mean, they should delay the movie for a year. I think. I think it's kind of bullshit. Like S- Snyder basically playing the role of the the. Guy getting crucified. He is the scapegoat right now. Yeah, like he 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 brought us Man of Steel, and I'll say this uh, as just kind of a illustration that I will never ever back a Superman thing in my whole entire life, and I literally backed Man of Steel. Like I loved Man of Steel. 
Hell yeah. And some Superman purists will say that's because you're not a true Superman fan. <laughs> I'm, I mean, I'm just saying, like, a lot of the Superman others, purists have you mean, really You mean elitists? Yeah. They need to uh, others would say the that... The Kryptonian makes, elders? <laughs> others would make, you know, say that I'm a, a Nazi or a communist. Or <laughs> I've always said that those. about him. <laughs> um, I, I think it is probably... I, I imagine right now, like, behind the scenes at Warner is just like a, a clusterfuck right now because... As I said, they're, they're trying to build and establish an entire franchise and universe on something that isn't the, the best groundwork yeah, for it. Yeah, it's not there yet. It's like I've said a hundred times over again. They're trying to fucking put the, the pedal to the metal and get all this shit out, and they don't have the support from fans. They don't have the... the, the, the backing of gr- uh, good storytelling. It's It's... Get it out now. We've waited long enough. Let's do this. They should have at least had three movies in a yeah in a contained I mean, universe within itself before they started doing this. At least that. Some have said that part of that is on the shoulders of like Christopher Nolan because Warner Brothers kind of wanted to do that when they were doing the Dark Knight movies, but Dark but Christopher Nolan had it in his thing that no, these are standalone movies. These are not good part of which I mean. If they you would watch those movies. Well. You couldn't see like Superman. Yeah, hey know, guys, flying yeah. in or Green Lantern. Right. Like those movies were not meant to build a, a superhero mythos. cinematic universe. Yeah. On. Um, and and now I mean with Marvel, we just have so many studios wanting to replicate and redo what they did. Sony wants to had wanted to do it with Spider Man. Um, there was rumors that Fox wanted to do it with. X-Men and Fantastic Four and all that. Um, Universal's now going to be trying it now with their monsters. Really? Yes. Are they remaking Monster Squad? <laughs> I was just about to say, Monster Squad. <laughs> they're, um, they're working on a remake of The Mummy right now. Oh, no. Starring uh, Tom Cruise. Oh, no. And uh, Oh, my God. Okay. I feel stupid. Um <laughs> What happened? I read, I just read tagline article of, you know, Tom Cruise cast in The Mummy, and I thought it meant like they were remaking The Mummy, Brendan Fraser, The Mummy, not <laughs> The Mummy. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, oh, I could, I could see Tom Cruise playing Brendan Fraser's part, I guess. You just made me realize that that wasn't what was happening. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> they, uh, is The Rock going to be in it? Well, this, this will help. <laughs> Put things in perspective. Also, I, I think uh, it's been confirmed by Russell Crowe that he's also joining the cast as Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. Really? I will see that. Hell yeah. Um, but yeah, we have all these people now wanting to replicate what Marvel did um, just because Marvel has done done something that made a lot of money. Many people thought was foolish. Like mm-hmm. uh, Kevin Feige, he, this is something he wanted to do way back in like the realm of like when he, because he, he helped work on the original X-Men movies and the Spider-Man movies. And he had the idea, we've all heard the story about how Wolverine almost cameoed in Spider-Man. That was him. Yep. That was trying to get that all put together. That would have been cool. And it's just funny now because you, you got to know that like Sony and Fox and well, maybe not so much Sony now, but Fox <laughs> is probably like kicking itself going because nobody had faith in, in him doing this. Uh huh. Everybody thought, like, no, there's no way you're going to be able to build multiple franchises in one giant franchise. Right. 
And yet they did. And yet they did. And we have people here like DC and everybody now that's going like, oh, fuck. <laughs> and I think of everybody that's probably kicking themselves, DC has to be kicking themselves the most because they've had the rights to these characters for years. Decades. Long, yeah. Decades. Yeah, decades, there's really. A, there's always those internet memes about, oh, well, we own all of our characters. Okay, well, do something good with them. <laughs> I don't give a shit if you have all of them. Yeah. Let's see something Marvel good. Marvel took characters that... If you would have asked people 10, 15 years ago... How, what's the, your opinion on Ant-Man? Do, do you want to see an Ant-Man movie? <laughs> even even like Captain America and Iron Man. Yeah. People would have been like, no. <laughs> I would have said yes. I would have said yes. But uh, general public would have like thumbed their nose at it and been oh, like, yeah. I don't want to see Who's that? Iron Man? <laughs> what's an Iron Man? <laughs> Is he like made the, of iron? <laughs> like the Black Sabbath song? <laughs> And I think when you when it you look at it sounds like a health issue. Does he have high does iron? He, does he have yellow poop? <laughs> That's what happens when you <laughs> When uh when you really look at the grand scheme of everything, it's like what Marvel has accomplished to this point and what they have going forward, it's still it's somewhat overwhelming and it's it's insane to think about that they've done something that nobody had the idea to do beforehand Mm -hmm. and people are now trying to replicate and so far failing. Uh All they had to do was sell their soul to Disney. I never thought I'd be happy to see it, but I am. (laughs) I actually saw something saying that uh, it was a former president in Marvel saying that the rights of Captain America and Thor almost went to Warner Brothers. Yeah. Was it Sony? Wow. Uh, I just seen Warner Brothers. I don't remember. I think it was, it was. Studio. I think it was Warner Brothers and Sony. All that matters, it would have transferred. Goodness, <laughs> could you imagine? They'd probably cast like Jamie Foxx as Thor or something. They could have had yeah. like a Captain. If, if I don't know which one was supposed to go where, but if Captain America was supposed to go to Marvel, they could have had Captain America versus Batman. Oh, you mean? Oh my God! <laughs> Just throwing it out there. I would have. Uh, they have a lot of really good crossover comics. They always. Those are two that they always pick as uh, matchups, and for a good reason. Mm-hmm. Because it's like. Uh, opposite side of the coin. Uh-huh. And they're both really similar uh, skill sets. Right. Power sets, whatever you want to say. Um, and, and one has pointy ears and one has little wings. <laughs> <laughs> so, with that being said and praising the Marvel Universe this weekend... Hold up. Before we begin. Oh. <laughs> I got he a has pop, to poop. I got a pop quiz nose. <laughs> so, it gets announced, right? It gets announced on the interweb that uh, new casting happens in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, and it's Adam Sandler. (laughs) If you have to see Adam Sandler as one of the Marvel Cinematic (laughs) Universe main players, who would it be? I'd like to see him as crazy Mr. Pickle Mustache. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I want to say This is a Give me some candy And this fantasy world has Because this is a fantasy world uh, Can Marvel have peer, uh, uh, Possibly Retain the rights to a certain character To yeah, call sure. on his uh, He skills? already has someone in mind I do uh, <laughs> I would love to see Adam Sandler Oh as, my goodness uh, Galactus <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna eat your worlds. <laughs> shabba shabba baba. 
Stop looking at me, Schwan. Oh, no. Um. Oh, man. That is one wacky Jewish galactic. Good luck topping that. <laughs> yeah, I really, I got nothing after that. What can I even say? Did you have, did you, what about you, Tony? Did you have something in mind? No, I was, I was, I was too all. excited to hear what you guys had to say. I thought of the question, and I was like, this is gold. Adam Sandler. As Galactus. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was really, I mean, yeah, yeah. you win, you win. <laughs> I throw in the towel. That was a good one. <laughs> and I'm, I'm literally picturing <laughs> Santa's Purple face. hat. Good luck getting that out of your mind. <laughs> it, with, like, terrible CGI, too. <laughs> <laughs> and him, him having that mad Adam Sandler face. And the... <laughs> And it's at that moment that the MCU is dead. (laughs) (laughs) And the comic bubble has popped. So anyways, (laughs) back to what we were really doing. (laughs) This weekend uh, dropped Marvel's 13th movie, I believe. I believe that is correct. Lucky number 13. The beginning (laughs) of phase three, Captain America, Civil War. We've been talking about this movie for weeks. We've been excited for weeks. It's finally here. We've finally seen it. What did you guys think? Jeff? I very much enjoyed it. I thought it was uh, very poignant. Um, I love the action. I thought it was a little slow at first. and uh, But um, I thought all the characters were portrayed, for the most part, very well, true to their origin movies and whatnot. I thought it was very uh, sad. Um, I didn't really care for the villain in it, uh, Zemo. Like, I mean, he was just kind of there. Like, he was just used as a vehicle to make the two sides attack each other. Yeah, we'll we'll, we'll uh, get that. We'll, <laughs> we'll uh, discuss each kind of new character that as we go. Um, Tony, um, it's very similar. And before I get into this, I actually have been thinking about it for the past seventy-two. What is it? No, it would 24, be twenty-four hours. Twenty-four hours. <laughs> because I walked out of the theater and I literally didn't know what to think. <laughs> Always a good sign. I, I, we, we drove home. I didn't say a word. <laughs> <laughs> Tony, Tony, I, are you okay? <laughs> I went into my bedroom. I laid down. I stared at the ceiling for about <laughs> two hours. Hello, darkness, my. <laughs> <laughs> and I was just like. I, what? And then I text you guys. I was like, I don't know if I should record tomorrow. <laughs> I was just like, <laughs> I was like, what? I was literally, <laughs> I, I, I didn't, I didn't. So I, I he was I, having an exponential crisis. <laughs> <laughs> Who am I? I had, I was having. What does it all mean? <laughs> <laughs> this movie, it's a, it's a soul searcher. Um, but after a long, long night of thinking about it, <laughs> I didn't only, sleep. And only about three hours of sleep. Uh, I enjoyed it. <laughs> I, no, I I enjoyed it not for the factor of um, it was another. It, I in 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 a Marvel sense of the matter, it was low ranking for me. But yeah. I still in, enjoyed it as a movie. It had good action. It had uh, the characters were pretty well portrayed. I mean, I had my quips and quarrels about that. Um, but as a whole, to, as a continuation, the only way I know how to say this to describe it in a way that can be understood is every TV show has those filler episodes. <laughs> this I could, I this was the saying. filler episode. Like, we got to the end of it. Okay, the Avengers are dismantled. 
they're no longer BFFs. Um, all oh, these spoilers, all, by the way. All all these all these uh, <laughs> all these new players are in the game now, and w- we weren't really left with anything. Like, no, it was just kind was no of con- like no, no closure. N- yeah, no conclusion, no nothing. It was just kind of like, okay, well, this is where we stand now. This was the introduction. I mean, it seems kind of redundant to say, but this is the introduction to Phase Three. I think this yeah. movie was to set up where we're going. Right. And what's going to be happening. I wouldn't necessarily say it was a, it was a filler. It um, was, um, there was, it a, was a setup. It was, it was setting a, up everything that's, I think, coming in. I think it's, it sets up. I think I could already see a lot of seeds being planted into how things are going to come together, I think, maybe for Infinity War, and we'll get to that. Um, oh, and they, it's not going to be called that now, though. Yeah, well, they're, they're going to change, I think, the part one and part two part. Uh-huh. What's it, it gonna, it's going to be, like, gonna be it, seven parts? It's going to be like Infinity <laughs> War or something. And then Infinity they should War have one for, each, one for each stone. Yes. A lot of, <laughs> a lot of sub um, but title. <laughs> it's in Spanish? Right, the way I... The way I uh, <laughs> The way I, way I, um, the definition that I use for filler episode is for, uh, an episode containing material to get from point A to point B. Which I agree with. I, I, the movie did have, I was definitely, um, I don't know why I, I, I felt disappointed in that, but I should have really seen it coming. Like, how could I have not seen it coming? That there'd be, I guess, uh, I don't like that they use Captain America as, it almost felt like, Avengers 2.5, which makes sense because, of course, it's centered around the Avengers. But um, it definitely felt like um, they definitely were just trying to use compress as much plot exposition in it as possible. And they're trying to have these characters in it that they were get, they did a really good job with it. But it was definitely like, you know, it felt like cameos from all the characters because yeah. most of them were only in the movie for all of 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. That was something that... Uh, after thinking about it, I was like, it wasn't so much it was, was like misleading title, but they really, really pushed the fact that like all these other characters were in it and they were, but like characters like Hawkeye, Ant-Man, um, Falcon. Well, I mean, Falcon well, was in it a bit more, yeah. but like Ant-Man and, and Hawkeye, Vision. Vision was hardly Spider-Man, uh, Scarlet Witch, like they're they're hardly in it. Their total mm-hmm. screen time is probably about 30, 35 minutes. Tops. Tops, which I mean is is good and bad because you gotta remember this is also, it is a Captain America movie. Could have fooled me. Um <laughs> it did get lost. Uh I, I didn't think it did. I think it still dealt with a lot of Captain America's Oh, um it definitely stuck to the core uh Issues that the Russo brothers like to bring up, freedom versus security, mm-hmm. the spirit of American individualism versus the dissenting voice of the international community in America's affairs abroad. They really touched on some really interesting things in it, I felt. It, uh, For a punch em up you know, superhero movie, it's very deep and uh, well done in that regard. It got very close, just like I think Age of Ultron did, and I think this is where a lot of people didn't like Age of Ultron. But a lot of people, like, um, overall reviews for Civil War have been amazing. Yes. But um, Thinking Man's beat em up superhero movie. This movie and Age of Ultron, to me, they both became danger- dangerously close to being overstuffed. Yes. Dangerously close. Like, you're, you're watching it, and it's, you know, here's, here's the benchmark up here, and it's almost there. <laughs> like, it almost, it almost hits that, but it... It stops it and it doesn't do it. And it's just a point where you're like, 
no, no. Uh, uh, <laughs> oh, thank oh, God. Okay. Thank God it's a good movie. Thank, <laughs> you know, it, it stops itself just, you know, just short of being overstuffed, which I would like to see them try to manage that a little bit better going forward with, you know, Infinity Wars. It was Wars. Um, making this movie, I'd like to compare it to Herding Cats. Like, you have all these colorful characters going out and, you know, with all these really weird, crazy power sets, and they're trying, and they all have bombastic personalities. And they're like, okay, put them all together in a movie and go. You know, um, I think the Russo brothers did a much better job than what was done in Age of Ultron. I felt that Age of Ultron was was somewhat of a disappointment for me, whereas this movie, I definitely prefer having the Russo brothers at the helm Mm -hmm. of the control. I agree. Cinematic universe. Um, And we'll, I'll get to some of the things I like that they did as opposed to if we would have seen it in Age of Ultron. Um, What did you think of all the different action sequences? We'll start with like the opening action sequence. Oh. Of them uh, chasing down crossbones. I love, love crossbones. Uh, spoiler alert. Yeah, there's he, gonna he be, dies immediately. <laughs> there's going to be I, spoilers all throughout I this. I was so mad. I know. I was really miffed. He was a really cool character. He's one of my favorite in the uh, comic book. Yes, run. dude. He's a, he's a heavy hitter for yeah, Captain he's, America. He's one of his big uh, arch you know, foes. Uh-huh. And I don't, I, don't, I don't say it's a Civil War problem or a Russo Brothers problem that they just offered him. I, that's just an overall... MCU problem. Yeah. Well, it, it made me even more mad later on in the movie when they're like, oh, hey, here's the rift. I was yeah, like, yeah, why yeah. couldn't we just put crossbones in there? <laughs> yeah, I know. Because, well, like, crossbones, oh, my God. Another like, big problem, that was the only death in the movie. I, I, I have never felt, like, a, a betrayed or angered towards <laughs> a villain death more than I did with I crossbones. Like, I he was, was like, really cool when he did some cool stuff. He had those cool knuckle dusters uh-huh. and whatever. The when, uh, and like, well, fuck you. Beep. <laughs> when I was watching it, um, Stephanie, she was, she was very nervous going into this movie. Very, very nervous because... There's all these rumors and speculation about characters dying and Captain America Who is possibly she, dying. Uh, she, uh, Captain America, Mark? Yeah. Hell yeah. And, uh, do you think they could be in a relationship if it was uh, <laughs> Iron Man, Captain America thing? <laughs> but, uh, look at me and Mike. <laughs> when, uh, things haven't been the same since this movie came out. <laughs> when, um, but when, uh, Crossbones, uh, met his untimely death. Yeah. There was, the- there, part of me, I was just like, well, Captain America's living. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh, that was uh I mean his death being used as a plot device was kind of disappointing. I did it like was. I did like seeing that just seeing that scene and seeing how these new Avengers are functioning as a team. They have a much more tactical um military feel to them uh-huh, that comes uh-huh. with, you know, uh being led by Captain America. Being led by Captain America <laughs> and you have well that and you have Black Widow Who's you know Falcon. former spell Falcon? Falcon was really they really upped the ante, made yeah. him even uh, really cool. Like he was blocking bullets with his wings and shit. He war, looked badass. Yeah. Uh, war machine. So a lot of a lot of military, lot of military background, yeah, yeah, background on the team. So it's done. The overall handling of the situation was done very tactical, very um, low key. Mm-hmm. Uh, low key wasn't in the movie <laughs> <laughs> up until when Scarlet Witch uh, tried to compress the explosion. Yeah. And which that was like, I was kind of like, it happened so quick. I was like, wait, what, what happened? <laughs> yeah. And she, and, uh, I'm uh, always trying to compress my explosion whenever I see the Scarlet Witch too. <laughs> <laughs> when, uh, she throws it up. Here, here. <laughs> it blows out like a side of a building. And <laughs> that's how I feel. And that's, too. and that's like the, like, <laughs> it's, it's weird because that small explosion, I mean, in grand scheme of like what the Avengers have done, 
It wasn't that bad. I mean, I would say what. Could, yeah. Well, I don't know. The the it was probably the collateral damage was the least. The straw that broke the. Camel's but it was back. the straw that broke the camel's back, and and this is where they bring in the Sokovia mm-hmm. Accord. Fucking Secretary Ross, that prick. Oh man, he's such a good. <laughs> he's a he's good prick. A, yeah, he's a good fucking man, prick. Too. You guys need to fall in line. <laughs> I was like, oh man, I don't <laughs> know if anybody could have done a better job. <laughs> I gotta ask. Um, that leads it leads into we get a flashback kind of of Tony Stark with his parents. That was what creepy. Did you, what did you think that of was, the, That was cool. It was, I, I it was always, creepy. <laughs> I always think those like aged like CGI things are super fucking cool. I do too. Like they've it's, gotten a lot better from like X Men Three or even, even uh, Tron. Even with, Tron. Oh, with, like, that one was. <laughs> it was weird. All the way to like I am um, clue. <laughs> what's his name last year in uh, Ant Man. Oh, uh, oh, Michael Douglas. Michael Douglas. But it, with the Robert Downey Jr. one, I was like, I was for the most part, I was like, wow, that looks really good. But then there was one part I cut. I was like, uh, maybe not. There was, <laughs> there was a couple things that were a little bit off. If they but were for the most part, it looked really good. Young Robert Downey Jr. had a way bigger nose, and he had a puffier face. Yep, from uh, <laughs> substance, constant substance yep. abuse. But we, uh, it was it was interesting, and I think this is where you guys may this may help your argument that it it. You feel like sometimes Captain America gets a little lost in the shuffle because it really dives into Tony Stark's past with his parents. Uh-huh. Well, he needed, that we never really got in any of the Iron Man no. movies. That's because they're too busy being like, uh, "All right, we need to show off this suit, this suit, this suit." And <laughs> Interject- we need to make these action figures. Interjection, real quick. When when it popped up and it said 1991, did you guys know exactly what was about to happen? No. Yes, I had a good I idea. I did. I was Stop. drunk though. It was right when the when the movie started, and you saw the car. And uh-huh. it's in 1991, and then it's like, because it was after Winter Soldier's activated, Stephanie was like, I know it's going to <laughs> I yeah. didn't figure it out, but not immediately. She didn't figure it out. Like, once it ended, she was like, oh, I thought that was something else. Like, she didn't think about it as, like, a caring throughout the entire it, uh, movie. I kind of did. I was like, oh, I think we're going to see more of this. <laughs> I, um, but I, I, I know had- from my multiple watchings of Iron Man 1, because you, you see in there uh, when they're doing the little memorabilia thing at the very end it says something about the death of uh the parents and you see 1991 in one of the news mm-hmm. articles and i'm like oh that starts parents <laughs> poor howard stark and mrs howard stark. and then um <laughs> uh when this is this is kind of where they pull pulled inspiration from the comic book where tony stark gets stopped by a woman mm-hmm. whose son was in sokovia when all that shit happened in Age of Ultron and died, and she shows him a picture and, and tells him what happened. And it always, when you put a face to a cause, mm-hmm. it always kind of ups the ante. Mm-hmm. When you have a, a face to go with, it, especially when it's a child, and that's. He was a college student. <laughs> and that sort of puts uh, Iron Man on the. Puts the on man the, on the, Iron Man. On the path that he's going. Yeah. Like in the uh, Civil War comic books. This uh, is true. I agree. Um, most of the uh, ele- the best elements of Civil War, I felt, were kept alive and portrayed as well, if not better, in this film than the comic itself. Hmm. Um, since we're on the subject, I'll get this out of the way now. What did you think about the Russos and what they did with Tony Stark and like where they took that character? I liked it. It was nice to have him not be the um, the disposable quip yeah. machine, <laughs> machine yes. that he sort of devolved into. Yeah, um, they added actually, you know, for once added some layers. And I'm I'm going to go ahead and, and go on record and 
say too because because they like I said they put the face with that cause for Tony Stark, uh-huh. and then also you got perspective of of where he's coming from more in this movie. If you go in this movie, uh, everybody's kind of picked their team going into the movie. Yeah, mm-hmm. your team Cap, your team Iron Man. But if you go into this movie and you're sitting there watching it, and the whole time you're going like, "Nope, still Team Cap. Nope, still <laughs> team, nope, still Team Iron Man." Like, if they're, I think they did a great job of getting both characters' points across. Where if you aren't somewhat deterred at one point, or you're like, or not even necessarily deterred, but you're like, "Well, I can kind of see where that person's coming from," actually. <laughs> Then you're just fucking stubborn. <laughs> right, right here, baby. No, uh, <laughs> I can see where Iron Man was coming from, but I mean, letting your team being helmed by fucking Secretary Ross is like, <laughs> that's not the way to go. No, um, and like, like, so I, it was weird because you know you could see where Iron Man's coming from, mm-hmm. and then you can see where Captain America's coming from, where it's like. You know, I'm glad though there was a little bit more than just he's my friend. Yeah, uh-huh. like the uh, safest I, hands are still our own. If if it, if it wasn't like you know something where Bucky was you know knew something that they had to go stop it, and it was just oh you know he's my BFF, I would have been like this is no no take him out Iron Man. <laughs> um, and I like you know the you with Captain America his whole thing is you is he can't sit by and watch something happen and wait for people to decide whether or not they can go help. Mm-hmm. You know, if you have a bunch of, you know, whatever, destroying a city, you mean you got to sit there and wait for the UN to come to a vote or people to decide, okay, this is the job for the Avengers. Meanwhile, you're sitting there watching it happen and you're just like, I could be out there helping stop this my right shield now. at all kinds mm-hmm. of aliens right now. And uh, <laughs> conversely, you know, hey, let's go into this... Uh, country with no uh, sanction, you know, violating its sovereign rights and kicking that's its where, names. That's where, like, things got mucky is they start, they've decided that they can go into any nation, do anything. Mm-hmm. Well, that's the whole, um, it's a really big allegory for the United States and its, uh, well, you know, its track record of intervening in other countries' affairs. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> what did you guys think what? of... Um, because this, we, we go to the UN and we were introduced to T'Challa. Mm-hmm. Uh, what did you think of Chadwick Boseman as? Uh, fantastic. Loved it. He, I was yeah, on the fence fantastic. up until I saw him and he was great. Yeah, yeah. he sold I, I, the role. I, I liked how they went the uh, route of avenging his father's death and he was very immature and everything. The realization he comes to at the end was kind of just seemed uh, second rate at best. Like he just has this epiphany. That, you know, well, this I think, isn't what we should be doing. No shit, it's not what you should be doing. <laughs> hey, maybe uh, Iron Man and Cap should have realized that. <laughs> well, I mean, can you really blame <laughs> Iron Man towards the end? Well, I know, but, you know. We'll get uh, to that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, and oh. after <laughs> I, after we're introduced to him and he goes on his vengeance spree, um, which, that, which which character gets uh, T'Challa? <laughs> vengeance the Black actually, Panther. And it's funny because actually the <laughs> whole idea of vengeance actually plays a very subtle role in like a lot of the motivations of the character. And in this not movie. so subtle. And not so subtle. <laughs> but um, there's that whole brilliant car chase scene. Oh, that was amazing! Oh my god, watching oh god damn it. Bucky, Those three, yeah. Fucking Captain America, Bucky, and Black Panther running at like forty miles an hour. <laughs> like, oh my Which, goodness! What I've gathered from this is that uh, Bucky is the fastest of the three. <laughs> yeah, he, he can. Uh, he can. How the? 
Um, did they ever establish whether or not he had like a super soldier treatment? I believe he did. I'm going with yeah. Yeah, because he certainly is acting like, like uh-huh. he was running as fast as a motorcycle. So <laughs> and that whole scene too, where Bucky's escaping from his apartment because they think Bucky had something to do with the UN bombing. Right. And just, there's so many there's so many scenes in that part that get you those moments in the theater where you're like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> the part where he, uh, the uh, door. What's those called when they break down the door? Oh, the uh, battering, battering ram. ram. Battering ram. When he slaps it on his arm and yes. he's just like smacking people <laughs> with it. The a- the action in this, like just like Winter Soldier, incredibly satisfying yes. to watch. Just there was like, one. There oh. was one hit that uh, Cap does. He hits a hits a, some random guy with a shield and he like flies through the wall. <laughs> yeah, I, just, yep, I know what you're talking about. I remember turning <laughs> to Janelle and like really slowly. I was like. That got dead. <laughs> well, like in the beginning of the movie, <laughs> Captain America, he kicks a fucking car into something. Yes. Oh my goodness. <laughs> like if the car doesn't go flying, but it shifts it and is enough force where the guy goes flying and hits oh, a wall. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and the hits that Cap takes in this, like getting knocked off of buildings and like, yeah. oh, just like, and he's like, oh, like gets back up and keeps running. I'm like, go, go, um, go, Cap, go. <laughs> I would say, uh, Let's break down, since we talked about uh, Black Panther, we'll break down some of the cast. Uh, Anthony Mackie, I think, uh, was almost a scene stealer Yeah, yeah. in this one. Surprising. He had some of the best lines. <coughs> um, and uh, I there was points where I was like, sitting there going, like, I kind of wish there was a little bit more Falcon in this, which is funny. because Who would have thought you'd yeah. be saying that? And, and, and I, I've commented before, and sometimes on, in interviews, Anthony Mackie comes off a little... Uh, pompous. Pompous. And, uh, and opinionated, that, yeah, which sometimes makes him very hard to like. And outside of the that, movie, in turns <laughs> that kind of like applies to the character because you know. But in this movie, like I was like Falcons, actually, I've really enjoyed. Yep, definitely. most of his his lines and everything, and, and, and his action looked really cool too. Yeah. I loved how he's blocking bullets with his wings and like bringing in Red Wing as a weird little mm-hmm. drone was really cool. I felt. <laughs> Mike, and, like, did you get a, did you get a boner over that name? Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Um I liked I like We're talking the, about the hockey team, not <laughs> not the shoe company. Oh wait, like the like the Yeah. The vagina blood. <laughs> oh god, I didn't I didn't go that route. I that didn't even cross my Connelling is starting the menstrual. <laughs> Hulking up, if you will. Um but I liked Anthony Mackey in Winter Soldier. Uh I he was he, he was, was able to take Falcon and make him a character I gave a damn about. Yeah, modernized him really well. And not only that, he played the everyman who was just like, wow, it's Captain America, you right. know? This um, time around, they had Ant-Man doing that, which yeah. was hilarious. They had, uh, there was great, though, uh, I love the chemistry between uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier. Oh, my God, it was fantastic. Oh, there was a jealousy. <laughs> oh, my God, they hated each other. It was so funny. I loved when... Uh, there was, like, two friends trying to get the BFF slot. Yeah. <laughs> I loved when uh, they're sitting in the car and, and Cap's talking to Agent 13. Oh, like, my God. And, and Winter Soldier's like, do you want to move your seat up? And he's like, no. <laughs> and then, but uh, Captain America has a lovely moment with uh, Sharon Carter, and they share a kiss. Finally. And then the camera pans to... Falcon, Winter Soldier, they just have, it's so great. They're doing that, like, approval nod, like, yeah, Steve, get it. What I love about this movie is that um, there's all these people that shouldn't be siding with Captain America, like Sharon Carter, Uh and, like, it's just Captain America's personal magnetism that 
yeah. has them. Rallies them. Yeah, yeah, they all just are siding with Steve just because it's Steve, which is a big thing that played a part in the comic as um, well. Uh-huh. Let's, let's address the elephant in the room. What? Where? Right there. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Tom Holland, Spider-Man. Loved Fantastic. Him. Amazing. He was spectacular. A- oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Sensational, if you will. The ultimate. <laughs> <laughs> he uh, he was everything Andrew Garfield was plus more. Mm-hmm. He was hilarious. He was throwing quips and throwing webs, and that's what I want in a Spider-Man. Yes. Not to mention the the when we first get introduced to him and Stark's in his uh, little you know like two bedroom apartment, <laughs> apartment and the starstruck. This kind of hits on Parker, and he's it was really good, it was completely believable. Um, mm-hmm. Definitely, um, what? it almost seemed a little bit too realistic. Like Tom Holland was the starstruck that Robert Downey Jr. Yeah. 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 Let's not forget Marissa Tomei. Yeah, oh, oh my god, wait a minute, <laughs> <laughs> that is I never had prob- a sexual <laughs> thought about Aunt May until that, that <laughs> moment. <laughs> my, my sexual thoughts about Aunt May did increase after seeing. <laughs> I, I, don't, like, I don't know how I feel about this <laughs> this newer, younger, more bonable. Hit <laughs> <Aunt> me, <May. laughs> Marissa Tomei. Oh my God, she's just a. Dish. Did you guys? Uh, yeah, did you guys get a little something between Tony Stark and? Oh yeah, and are you May kidding there? me? <laughs> Tony Stark was going for it. It was like peppers out of the picture. Yeah, that was so sad. By the way. And uh, it made sense. It was a good. Um, it was, but like I, it was part of the reason why the uh, rift was happening. There's all these personal issues going on, uh-huh. and then with Captain America, with um, Peggy, her name was Peggy Carter. Right? Yeah, Agent Carter, her dying. Yeah, was another reason. Like they're both going through all this personal turmoil, which is part of the reason why like they're lashing out and they're full of angst. And it was it played like a Greek tragedy. Speaking um, of which, uh, the funeral of peggy did you catch it did i fucking catch it good i'm glad you caught it i was like because i i was i i I had a fucking ear to ear (laughs) joker-esque smile (laughs) on my face slow motion jaw drop when she was saying i was like (laughs) they're doing it you're doing it for those for those that don't uh for those that don't know we're we're referring to uh, a speech that Captain America gives in yep, the Civil yep, War comic yep, book yeah. that is taken and and somewhat thrown into the Civil War uh, with Sharon Carter giving a eulogy at Peggy's funeral and a you Googleology. Do I think I'm a good you Googleizer? <laughs> uh, and and I thought I was like, oh my god, I was like, is is Captain America going to use this on Spider Man in the movie? Because oh, that man. just would have been fucking the cherry on top yeah. of the Sunday for me, but um. The one thing I noticed going back to um, Tony Stark and Spider-Man is the whole time Spider-Man's talking about why he's doing what he's doing, I'm sitting there, I'm thinking, I'm like, wait a minute. And then Steph turns to me and she's like, he's totally Team Cap. <laughs> <laughs> like, like everything he's saying, mm-hmm. like uh, Iron Man didn't really fully tell him exactly what was happening well, and yeah. why they were doing it. Like, I mean, that kind of goes true to heart with the comic book, yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. And I was just like... He needed his numbers and he needed them now. Man, Spider-Man was... They really the action in the, him and yeah. like... The strength. The, the spider strength. Finally. Was, man, he was fucking ridiculously... Like he caught... Well, everyone saw it. Caught Winter Soldier's arms like... Boom, you know, just grabs it out of nowhere. I, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm excited. He takes out Winter Soldier and Falcon. Yeah, a 15 year old takes <laughs> yeah. out Winter Soldier and Falcon. I love. I, I can't wait 
for the next Spider-Man movie next year. Uh-huh. And the I fact know. that they ended this movie not with Captain America will return, but Spider-Man, Spider-Man will return. <laughs> uh, I never thought I'd be really geared up for a Spider-Man movie again, but I'm as geared up for this one as I was for the first one, yeah. which is saying a lot. What did you guys think of a lot of the returning characters from previous movies and, and franchises and all that, like your War Machines and all that? Oh, I love Don Cheadle. As, He's uh, getting old. Yeah. Holy shit, man. Um, he, Don Cheadle as War Machine will always be close to my heart. I'm mm-hmm. not even sure why. Maybe just the chemistry <laughs> between the two. The, they actually feel like friends where... Um, Terrence Howard really never felt like mm-hmm. Tony Stark's friend. Well, Terrence Howard's fucking insane. Yeah, well, <laughs> um, <laughs> Empire. He is. Yeah. Um, I, I kind of. I never thought I'd say this, but I kind of wish there was a little bit more Black Widow in the movie. She was really good in this movie. She was good, but she was very, I think, underutilized. I would she was say, the one yeah. She was the one that flip flopped too. Well, she was. Uh, she was always just. Uh, I like, seen it hey, I guess I'm on this side. Yeah. But... Yeah. You never got a sense of commitment. Yeah. You didn't get that from any. Most of the team are just like they're you didn't really get that, reluctant. You didn't get that from a lot of Iron Man's team. Yeah. One of the things I'd pointed out is, you look at Iron Man's team. Okay. Black Widow. She ends up flip flopping. Uh-huh. Um. Black Panther. He basically ends up. Yeah. It was just a, it was a marriage only, of convenience with him. Yeah, it wasn't even in the sense that he was on board with it. That's true. Spider-Man yeah. didn't know all the facts. Uh-huh. War Machine was just working for the government. And he War was Machine's Tony's always, yeah, yeah. War Machine, he was solely on. I think War Machine's the only one that was actually 100% with. Who thought it was a great idea. Because there was a whole yeah. argument between him and Falcon, which I thought was, though brief, was really well done. Uh-huh. And even, like, Vision. Like, I feel like Vision... I think Vision, what what played a thing uh, about it was the same thing in the comic. He just didn't understand it. Yeah. Like, he doesn't have the, the capacity, ability yeah. the ability for rational thought. Well, and like, I think a lot of it, too, was, the emotional spectrum. Uh-huh. And, like, he can't grasp the... And a lot of it came from him wanting to keep Wanda safe. Yeah. And um, him worrying about her. And also, he didn't want to get his uh, sweater dirty. <laughs> <laughs> that sweater was awesome. Oh. <laughs> uh, didn't they? Did anyone read the article about why he was wearing a sweater? I just think people he, people were up in arms about this. I think it looked like, awesome. Why is he wearing a sweater? I'm because like, he's a, wants to wear a sweater. What the shit? Why do you wear a sweater, <laughs> asshole? <laughs> <laughs> it's not uncommon. Like the, the vision and uh, more of the later date stuff would dress like a human being. Yeah, like he just wants him. to. I mean, what's he gonna do? Walk around in his naked robotness all the time? I mean, shit. Let him wear a sweater. I just loved when he phased through the wall at his normal clutch, <laughs> <laughs> and they're just like vision. We talked about oh this. oh. <laughs> so, the door was open. That- <laughs> <laughs> it had a lot more. Uh, they said there'd be a lot more humor in it than in uh, Winter Soldier, and I figured that'd be subtle. But it was subtle, but it was really well and done. And it didn't yeah. feel like it didn't feel out of place like it did in some movies, like Thor: The Dark World and or uh, hmm. Age of Ultron. Um, that was just rapid fire with the quips left and right. Everyone had a one liner for every situation. The uh, the brief time we got Hawkeye. Was pretty fantastic. Yeah, I love. I, 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 I wanted more Hawkeye. I love the line of you know I retire for five minutes and everything goes to shit. <laughs> yeah, like. <laughs> he, um, I loved him in this movie more than I liked him in any other uh, movie I've seen him in so far. I thought he was really well done. I loved. He just was very human, and the side that he took, you could tell that he felt. You know, he had feelings yeah. like the fact that he came out of retirement and risked going to prison for the rest of his life or being killed outright. Yeah. And him, them sending him to fight Vision. <laughs> Who should we send to fight Vision? I don't know, the guy with the bow and arrow, I guess. Well, I love the part where he fires the two arrows and Black Panther just catches them yes. both, like, cross, like, just, like nothing. 
Um, Black Panther, I mean, they really sold the badassness of it mm-hmm. big time. Like, he's right there, you know, fighting Cap and uh, Winter Soldier, you know, like like it's nothing. Some people might not understand, because uh, I, I know, because Stephanie, she doesn't, she hasn't read really the comic books, so she, a lot of times she has questions that She's your average... filthy casual. That your average movie person may have that might not know, like, everything about it. So she asked, she's like, she's like, so what's Black Panther's deal? Like, why is he so strong? Like... Oh, not you see, that. he has a stone and has the power of his ancestors. Yeah, and, and, and a lot of it—it's a magical fruit. And uh, <laughs> I just like a lot. Of, I, the best way to say it is just a lot of it comes from the suit. Yeah, yeah. the suit. The really suit's made of uh, vibranium. Just watch the upcoming movie, Black Panther, coming in. When's that coming again? I think twenty eighteen, eighteen or twenty seventeen. Man, um, I didn't think I'd be geared up. Will for Cap it. be in Black Panther? Will he stick around Wakanda long enough to be? In Black Panther. Will he become Captain Wakanda is what I'm wondering. <laughs> Have a big W on his head. Oh, uh, Paul Rudd coming oh, back. Hilarious. hilarious. Oh, my God. His, oh my. Uh, he definitely was portraying the feelings for Captain America that I have. <laughs> when he Vision touches his pets. <laughs> <laughs> wow. It's like shaking him like <laughs> When Vision goes through him, <laughs> man just I, I, almost, I almost peed my pants, like literally. I was I was like, oh my God. I was like, Let's, I am so glad that Paul Rudd's in the middle of this fight right now. I feel like we keep coming back to it. Let's just talk about that entire scene in general. That oh, entire amazing oh, that fight. airport. Battle. Oh, it's because it was like. Oh, I centerpiece. thought that was a water truck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and then um, when Ant Man grew into yeah. Giant Man, oh. turned into Giant Man. And that was. I loved how he was moving in slow motion yeah. too. That yeah. was cool. That was I love really how uh, everyone was just like, "Holy shit!" <laughs> Spider Man literally said, yeah. "Holy shit!" <laughs> and I loved. Uh, uh, I loved uh, when he. Got the shield back from Spider-Man. I believe this belongs to you, Captain America. You know? <laughs> <laughs> when um, but when after Ant-Man grew, I loved when Tony Stark was like, "Does anybody else on my team have yeah. any secret tech that they'd love to?" <laughs> because that was like that was like one of like the biggest oh shit moments. Yeah. I yeah. think <sighs> you, oh, you can definitely tell that the tables have shifted in a great deal. <laughs> um, I loved how you know all of them are just willing to sacrifice themselves to get Cap out of there too, like. Uh-huh. That was that was very like endearing, touching. Yeah, I mean, everyone just loved Cap so much. It was just his personal magnetism that you know, like held his team. People together. want to punch the smug look up yeah. Tony Stark's face. <laughs> <laughs> Who um, the hell wants to punch Captain America in his perfect teeth? I mean, I just want to brush them for it. <laughs> um, I wasn't wasn't it a Hawkeye that said something about? Oh no, Falcon says something about you know, Steve, you need to get to the Quinjet. You know, is it, uh-huh. and Steve's like, no, all of us are gonna get out of here. He's like, ah, oh, no, sorry, yeah. buddy. <laughs> Sorry to point out the obvious yeah. that all of us are not going to get out of here. <laughs> I couldn't. Oh, that was such a good fight too. The um, you wouldn't th- you would think that it was really uh, leaned on Tony's side. I was just about to say that, yeah. But like Falcon had all these all this cool new tech, and he was holding his own against you know like War Machine and other stuff. And uh, just... then when Ant Man grew to be giant, yes, man, and everybody's uh... like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> and he's just literally like fucking swatting people. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> And then but like, but then Spidey does the Empire Strikes Back moment. Yeah. <laughs> that really old movie. <laughs> <laughs> Which I, I was cracking up. Like it was that went straight for my heartstrings right there, especially with my feelings with the new movie and everything. I was like, yes, yes, jam it, jam it, go. <laughs> I uh I think I don't I think you can go without saying that like that scene, it might be 
top five, if not the best scene in any of the Marvel universe. Definitely yeah. high ranked battle. That scene. scene like just hits you right oh in the G spot. And by G spot, <laughs> I mean right in the geek spot. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. Uh, Mike likes to get uppercutted into the taint. <laughs> it tickles my prostate. It, um, just so many, like you know, there was. That's so where like it was on. like a it was like a quip <laughs> battlefield. Like, yeah. and that's something that would happen in that scenario yeah. with friends, like, and you know, not necessarily fighting to really like really hurt each other, but mm. just trying to. Uh, well, I mean, they were just trying to do the minimum that they could while mm-hmm. still. It was just, you know, you really felt that the characters, like, except for War Machine, he was just, like, you know, shooting bolts left and right. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I work for the government. Well, (laughs) even, like, with uh, Black Widow and and Hawkeye, Uh after they had their little exchange and Wanda just kind of flings Black Widow off, it's like you were pulling your punches. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I was kind of like, bitch. (laughs) You're supposed to all be friends, technically. (laughs) Oh, my God. Uh when she throws like vision like into the molten core of the earth, holy <laughs> shit! I forgot about that. Or like she's crushing a bit in the Avengers. Uh, yeah. No, yeah, in the mansion. In the um, mansion. Oh my! Yeah. I forgot to mention that. That's just she's really fucking powerful. They yeah. really um, amped up her powers and yeah. got you to. Um, Although they didn't see her using her mind fuck ability at all in it, which you think would have been helpful. Uh-huh. Maybe mm. she just didn't want to do that anymore. I was, yeah. about, I was about to say that's a pretty low down, dirty shame kind of thing going yeah. on there. Um, I love the I love the fight between we talked about Spider Man, Falcon, and Winter Soldier. Mm-hmm. That was awesome. And, Hell yeah. Um, then the only ones that really make it out is Cap and Winter Soldier, thanks to some help from Black Widow. Yeah, they get to the Quinjet, um, and then Stark and I or Stark and War Machine are in pursuit and Falcon's pursuing them. Uh-huh. And then vision is, and he fires a his mind, mind stone. Yeah. yeah Holy shit, man. He was going to fucking kill Falcon. He would, that would have fucking killed Falcon, but yeah. it damn near almost killed war machine. I mean, seriously, what would Falcon? And he's just, you know, he's not wearing any armor or anything. I would have just like, <laughs> he would have just been a skeleton falling to the earth. I mean, <laughs> I, uh, I, I that's really... when like everything like shifted. Like you're like, ah, this is fun. This yeah. Is... Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I was asked, you know, do you think Tony knew what that was going to happen? I, I, honestly, no, Tony did not. I honestly, personally, I don't think Tony. I don't knew. think. I, think, I don't they, think anyone was thinking clearly. I don't think they. I don't think they went into it. it you know, because they've come out of these situations unscathed so many times. Uh huh. I'm minus except for, like, except for Quicksilver. Oh, that was my big complaint. Rest about in this peace, movie. homie. <laughs> my big complaint about this movie was uh, the no other. mention of Quicksilver. Yes, Manoa. Nobody died. Um, oh, I don't know if you guys can hear that. There's an air raid. They're doing the, uh, it's the first Saturday of the month around here and they do test sirens. <laughs> I thought we make were, sure I thought we were in Silent Hill. Everything's working. <laughs> so if you guys can hear that, I, I apologize. <laughs> and, but yeah, like, I, I think that might be some of the, that's where some of the bad reviews are coming from. I heard people call it Avengers Light, which I didn't. I could see where they're coming from because it did well, definitely feel like an Avengers movie. Well, it had the whole lineup of the Avengers. What do you want? Yeah, I know it's the Avengers. In the it. well, uh, and people are saying like there's no stakes in it because everybody made it out. That I I could agree with. I thought it was um, it would have made for a better movie if they had killed off War Machine or somebody, not necessarily Spider Man. If they killed off Spider Man, <laughs> that would have been amazing. I think, I oh think my the, goodness! I think the stakes are there, but people are not realizing it. Like I just. At the beginning, consequences will never be the same. I think the closest we got, like, is uh, getting a character like War Machine and having him be so 
uh, effed up, severely injured. That was sad. In the point uh, where at the movie he's trying to learn how to walk again. Yeah. And I don't know if that's something that we're going to see carry over into like Infinity War or if he's still like not going to be able to walk or I'm sure he's he can get walk assistance using the from suit. the suit. Yeah, yeah probably. It, it's it was a, it was a it's a safe fix. It's a safe. Yeah, easy fix. That's I agree. Something with. weird to say about being crippled. <laughs> well, it's an it's easy a safe fix. It's a for a comic book movie. It's an easy. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's an, an easy, easy out. Yeah. I was hoping they. I mean, not to be morbid, but I think it would have been more impactful. Like normally, I'm against using death as a plot device, but I do think if he had died there, it would have been more An impactful. oh shit moment. Yes. But don't don't you think that if he would have died there in in a weird sense of the matter, even though it's not directly because of that side, it would gear a lot of the audience towards Iron Man's side. I think it just would have been as something where the audience would have went and this is where I thought exactly when it, what happened happened. I was like, oh okay, shit's gone too far. <laughs> yeah. You know, I, especially when uh, Falcon's walking over to check out him and Iron yeah. Man just kind of blasts him. I was like, well, that's kind of shitty. Yeah, they definitely. <laughs> I, can, I, can, I completely understand why Tony would fucking blast him. God, there's no budging with you. No, <laughs> it's I'm because serious. he's a dick and he's wrong. <laughs> fucking serious, man. Your your best friend gets shot out of the fucking because sky. of your orders and your teammate doing it, and then the guy who you just nearly. Oh, you mean you mean the team in which would just not listen to reason and sign oh. this stupid. Let's be honest. Act. Neither one of them would listen to reason. <laughs> I uh, I'm totally team Cap. Although, like, not only I don't know if it's just my personal love for Cap. Like, especially Falcon, who had to say smart little quips through the whole signing process. Oh no, you know Iron Man not being the one to say the smart little quips in a situation <laughs> for once. He was like, "That's my shtick." <laughs> but like, um, I mean. If one of you guys got knocked down and somebody from the opposite team came over, I'd blast their fucking ass because you're obviously seriously injured. Well, I mean, they were trying and to, to kill say, him. To say to say that you would not do the same thing in that situation makes me question you. But man. what would have he had done if if what would Iron Man have done if Vision hit Falcon and killed him, which would and have happened? Would have killed him. True. I don't. I, I don't. I don't, I don't know what. I do not know what would happen. I mean, I, that just that whole moment I thought was out of place because why is Vision fucking sending a murder bolt at somebody? I guess he just well, doesn't realize his power set or yeah, something. Yeah, that's what that, I was. That, that's what, that's I, took what it I, I. That's what I was trying to say. Is like, do, do you, you know people have asked me? Do you think Tony Stark knew what he was doing when he commanded Vision to stop Falcon? That's a good question. There, I think they purposely no left that vague. Way. There's no way. I he don't could know. know. I don't know. He, he, didn't, w- he didn't even know what the fuck was going to happen when he created Ultron. Yeah. Well, maybe that should have well, uh, served as a lesson. Yeah, Iron Man doesn't necessarily <laughs> think, really? look before he leaps. Yes. Thank you. And the pride don't come before the fall. <laughs> Cap. You know what? That was Iron Man's fault. <laughs> um, <That's laughs> we we come to find out in the movie that everything like the uh, UN being bombed, uh, everything being pinned on Bucky, it's all an elaborate ruse, very elaborate by Baron Zemo, who isn't actually a Baron, who I who isn't actually they, Baron Zemo at all. If there was one thing I, I would, <laughs> if there was one thing I would take away from this movie, is like they don't really, destroy Eastern Bloc countries. They really went out of left field. With like Barry and Zemo, yeah. Like, yeah, I didn't. They fucked it all. He's up. fucking Jigsaw over there, like he's this Machiavellian mastermind. Did you see? Like, I didn't get a sense of like any of his comic. No, mm. he didn't have a mask glued to his face at all. 
They, well, uh, not even that. Like, just like <laughs> no, I know. Just, his used... character was. I mean, granted, his character was a generic uh, Nazi supervillain, like a super scientist. But you didn't get that feeling. I mean, I feel like they just they had a character written and they just threw the name on there. Yeah, exactly. They could just for the hell, sake of recognition. Ma- you could have made him. You know, any one of his old villains. I mean, why even make him? Some, why not just make him a new guy? Like, why? do that with a character? Why go in that situation? Well, they're always going to avoid the Nazi supervillain angle because it's Disney and Mm -hmm. they're not just going to have someone show up with a gigantic swastika on his chest or anything like that. (laughs) Like, I'll get you, Cap, and I'll finish exterminating those Jews afterwards, you know, or anything like that. Walls going, (laughs) his frozen head is (laughs) winking at the audience. Um, Cap's it's an Easter egg. <laughs> Cap and Falcon and all them, they figure out this plan and they try to explain Captain it to Tony. Falcon. And it, now wait <laughs> a minute. Falcon punch. You were talking about Captain America being stubborn. Iron Captain America tries to explain to Iron Man what's going on, and Iron Man's like, Nope, I don't want to fucking hear it. You're coming with me. It's not until Iron Man sees all the pieces come together and goes, Oh shit, they were right. You mean when he gets the proof? Yes. You think he but was, you think he would trust his friend? His friend? Yeah. His friend that literally has beaten the shit out of everybody he works side by side with <laughs> at that point in time. They were the ones trying to arrest them for doing what they were doing before. All arrest them to bring them to justice. They, <laughs> Iron Man. Yeah. Okay. You're. <laughs> Anyways, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Pause. <laughs> Fucking pause. Um, point. Um, so, okay. You said something about. Iron Man only believing it when everything's brought to light. Uh, it's not. It's not the fact. It's the fact that he he wouldn't even take the time to listen to Cap. He wouldn't even take a second to hear what he had to say. I mean, that's which I mean, you could you could chalk that up to character flaw, or you could chalk that up to just expediency. Expediency. I mean, yeah, conveniency. <laughs> Um, it would have taken really a long time if they tried to explain things and be like, okay, what do, what do you have to say? You know, it would, it would have been a more boring. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, I guess that makes sense. Maybe we shouldn't be fighting after all. I mean, let's we, go. Let's we, go get a shawarma. <laughs> <laughs> we, we could, we could go into like the character flaws of Captain America keeping the secret of Howard Stark. Oh, we'll get to that. Okay. Well, I mean, don't um, what? No, there's no justification of that. It would have been really, a really awkward conversation. So? I wouldn't want to bring that up. You mean to tell me, though, <laughs> you've never held back on telling something, somebody something to spare their feelings? No. Not once. I have. <laughs> I have, too. I remember, I remember the one time... Uh, Not something of that caliber. Well, like, I mean, I don't think anybody in here knows like somebody that killed their parent and is holding it from them. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, guys, I got but, a confession to make. <laughs> but... And the fact of the matter of you're walking into a diner and your fly's down and I don't tell you. Oh, I do that all the time. It's funny. <laughs> and then I wait till about to leave. By the way, you're Captain kidding. America would be very, 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 very ashamed of me. <laughs> a lot of people have been ashamed of me in the past. <laughs> um, it, after Iron Man like gets the proof and he goes to help because basically, and this is where the things kind of, I was like, eh, all right. I didn't really pay much attention. But when you find out there's other super soldiers... And they, Which they was think, just a red herring. And I think, yeah. They, they Literally, because they were Russian. They're going to... Were they Russian? Well, it was a Russian program. Oh, okay. Making you think they're going to like have like a whole super soldier army and stuff like that. But as you Swerve, said, it's, it's a, it's red, a herring. red herring because yeah. Baron Zemo just basically shoots them all while they're in, in frozen sleep. <laughs> you know, um, so you'd odd. think with the Russians would have used those guys to, I don't know. 
take over the United States or something? Because, I mean, if you can imagine what one winter soldier can do. Yeah. But they were uncontrollable. Well, yeah, why don't they just drop them into Times Square or something? I guess they just consider them too valuable of an asset. Yeah. Um, and it's cool because at this point we have Iron Man. It's like, okay, the gang's back together. Yeah. Hold up. Wait a minute. And then we get the, you know, the whole VHS tape of doom plot exposition from Baron Zemo about why he's doing what he's doing. And he was nobody in, gave a fuck. Yeah. No. He was in Sokovia. <laughs> his, I'm glad I wasn't the only one. Like, his, oh, boo. No sympathy for him whatsoever was felt on my part. I'm like, BFD, you know, you're just a, this is just an excuse for you to be a plot device. You're a walking plot device. You're the walking reason why these two people are fighting. Yeah. That's the uh, only character it's a, you have. It's a convoluted kind of plan and it's, um, it, it, it's a vehicle for the plot. There's yeah, nothing more it, to say about it. I yeah, mean. pretty much. Uh, <laughs> that was the biggest flaw of the film, I felt. He drops the bomb, which we've all already known, which is uh, Winter Soldier killed uh, Tony Stark's mom and dad. In a very brutal fashion. Very brutal, And yeah. they had really good camera coverage of it. Like, where the hell yeah. did that happen? <laughs> <laughs> the angles and everything were perfect. <laughs> they even closed up on the interior of the car and everything. Like, was that just like... It was S.H.I.E.L.D. Wasn't oh, it? there you go. Was it, was it S.H.I.E.L.D.? That might have been in Howard Stark's estate, so it could have had really, you know, like... Hmm? Yeah, maybe. <clears throat> Was Shield covering it up, or was it just? Well, it would be. Was it Hydra? It would be the Hydra cell inside. Oh, of Shield. yeah, 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 yeah. That makes sense. Um, and this sends uh, Iron Man into a, a fit of vengeance, murderous rage. Which, <laughs> and, which I, I, real quick, I'm not going to start another argument. <laughs> um, did you guys like, like when that happened, and you seen Robert switch the? The on switch, the uh, complete maniac. Uh-huh. Did you feel it? Like, oh yeah, I, I felt it. I was <laughs> like, "Well, oh fucking hell. yeah!" This All guy the- in a robot suit's gonna try to murder everyone. <laughs> <laughs> All the fun we had in that airport scene, it was gone. It was gone, and it was just brutal. This fight was almost uncomfortable to watch. It was a fight for survival. I mean, like watching Cap and. Bucky just struggling to survive against him was just... Oh. And I loved... Uh, the thing I loved about the fight is they played off of each person's weakness and strengths. Yep. Like, mm-hmm. you got to see where Cap was more versatile, and you got to see mm-hmm. where Iron Man was more versatile. Right. Um, and you could see where they were more rigid at the same time, and, because you could definitely see Cap's flaws, and, like, you know, definitely it was a mistake not to tell Tony what had happened, but he did it because he didn't want him to try to, you know, kill Bucky. <laughs> Yeah, and then uh, him sticking to Bucky, even though he was obviously a danger to the public, was on him. You could, I'm sorry, I, I don't mean to uh, inter- interject here, but it, it's. I think you got to understand where both characters are coming from. Definitely, Iron Man. You can see. I mean, can you fault him for what he's no. I don't think anybody here can be like, oh, he should just probably calm down a bit. Like, listen, <laughs> he was brainwashed. Like. You find something out like that, you're not going to stop and think. You're going to act. Everybody Especially, here does it. Yeah. You get angry or you get overcome with any kind of emotion. You don't think. You act. And that's what's happening with Iron Man. And Captain America, he's torn between, you know, his best buds. You know, he's torn <laughs> between, you know, Iron Man, who he's been fighting with for who, four he, or five years know. now. Um, and then his, his lifelong friend... And Captain America knows that Bucky was... It wasn't Bucky that did it. Right. You oh, know? my God, that part where uh, 
Iron Man was like, um, do, do you even remember them? I'm like, I remember all of them. I was like, oh my god! Yeah, that was. I, I wouldn't was have said like, that. <laughs> I was. Uh, I, that's exactly my thought. I was like, oh, I don't know if I would have said that. <laughs> yeah, in this context just, of the matter. It was just so sad though, because like you could see what a tormented person he was, because he's a good-natured person yeah. who was just trying to fucking fight Nazis, and then you know he's turned into a relentless, Mindless. uncontrollable killing machine that mm-hmm. killed all these innocent people that were trying to make the world a better place. And it's just a really shitty situation all around um, for everyone involved. And like not to mention, like like I said, this fight is is at times it is uncomfortable. Oh my god, yeah. they were they were like because they any punches that were being pulled in that airport scene weren't being no. pulled. <laughs> They're just full blown socking. And then each other. yeah, watching you could see like Winter Soldier constantly going for the kill, but he had to because you know he, he was, he was, yeah. Iron Man was going for the kill he left was and not right. Yeah, stop. he he when he when. Uh, when we've seen in the preview, when he reaches in, he's going in for that arc reactor. Oh, he's, you know, and crunching I, into it. And then what happens is <laughs> Iron Man then blows off his arm. Yeah. At first, I thought he did rip out. Yeah. The arc they made it look like it, but nope. Yeah. And then you see him, and I'm just like, oh god, <laughs> that was gruesome. Fucking nailed him with a unibeam. <laughs> unibeam. And then the uh, <laughs> the close the hand to hand combat between uh, watching. Him like watching Cap wailing on Iron Man, and like you could see his HUD, and it's like trying uh-huh. to keep up, and he's like boom, boom, boom. He oh. even says something to Friday. He's like, he's like, he's like, I'm not gonna beat him yeah. hand to hand. <laughs> yeah. I think actually Friday is the yeah, one. Yeah, you're not gonna beat him hand to hand. You're not, you're not gonna Friday? beat him. Yeah, you're not gonna beat him in hand to hand. That's when. <laughs> well, it's fucking Captain America. Of course, yeah, you're not gonna well, beat him in hand to hand. And that's where things start to shift, where Iron Man starts to kind of oh, wail on Cap a bit. Uh-huh. Um, and then... Oh, my God, that iconic line from when, you know, back to Harkins to the first movie when he was a kid, you know, he's like, stay down, last one. He gets up, like, you seem like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> like I could do this uh, all day. I could do day. this all day. And like, just like, shaky on his legs and like, oh, man. Um, just... During this fight, uh, Baron Zemo is getting ready to kill himself and Black Panther follows Tony Stark there and Black Panther learns the truth of what everything happened. And then he has this awkward epiphany <laughs> where he's just like, you know what? Now that I have the guy who is responsible for it, I'm not going to do it. Well, I mean, um, it was a it was a cliche. It was a trope, if you will. I the think, person yeah. realizing that vengeance consumes you by watching the character that you're going after being consumed by vengeance. I think they had to do that to make <laughs> Black Panther more likable and more relatable to the general movie. Because well, during I mean, the, the entire movie, like fucking, he's just... Oh, vengeful, yeah. like, yeah. Well, that, there was also how are we going to get him from the vengeful, um, to the wise leader, to the wise leader, yeah. Uh, I thought Black I, didn't, I, didn't, I, didn't, I didn't think it was out of place, no, it, 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 it could have been done better, but yeah. It was just, it, it was a vehicle, like a, it was another vehicle, not out of like place, it, just it sudden, kind yep. of snapped. Like, you, you, it was like, a, it was like a fucking like if Aladdin, um, somebody made a wish, yeah. <laughs> Like, uh, if Baron Zuma had, like, some sort of emotional, like, scene where he cried about his, the death of his family and that he could have related to, it w- I think it could have been done better instead of just hmm. coolly explaining it and then putting a gun to his head. I think I would have been more mad at the crying of Baron Zemo. <laughs> and then and be like, you're not Baron Zemo! <laughs> it's just interesting how, like, vengeance plays such a role in so many of these characters' motivations and how it can consume people and... God, I can't... The fight. But uh, the fight, um, <laughs> we go back to that, and there's the part where Captain America, he's wailing. He has Iron Man on the ground, and he's, he's just Yeah, and you think, wailing. is he going to back up a little bit in the uh, infamous uh, 
frame. Oh, oh yeah, they they do the shot yeah, from the yeah. comic book of Iron Man. And it, it was funny because it happened and it stopped and it, I was like, well, that was just fan service. Yeah. yeah. But it, yeah, I didn't yeah, even fucking care. I, I, I loved every goddamn oh, minute yeah. of it. I was just like... Like I'm backdrop for my computer. <laughs> they uh, did a much better job of it being a matchup because in the comics, you don't really see Captain America taking down Iron Man in a one-on-one match because his power set is so much higher than Cap's and he's got an... AI in his suit that can counter every one of his moves before he knows to do it. And anytime you can fly over your opponent and just shoot beams down on them or, you know, with your missile launchers or your laser or whatever the fuck you want, you know, you take your pick. Um, and, and, but in this, it was in an enclosed space. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, and he has a higher power set than in the 616 mainstream universe, which I don't know if it's the 616 anymore with uh, Secret Wars now, but whatever. Um, it was done really well. And I loved it. I loved every um, second of that fight. The uh, the end fight, like, <laughs> I, I, I don't know if I was the only one. I knew they weren't going to do it. <sighs> but when Captain America grabbed his shield and was getting ready to yeah. go, I yeah. was like, oh, my God, <laughs> yeah. he's going to cut off his head. <laughs> when, when, you thought he was going to fucking smash his face <laughs> in with it. When, when he went up, I was like, no! <laughs> I was like, please, no. I did the up in the seat. I'm like, oh, my God, no. I, he fucking smashed his helmet and everything. I'm like, oh. But nope, he just smashed it right in his it, chest. Uh-huh. Took out um, the... And, there's, and then the part that really, that once again, like, Iron Man is definitely still stuck in vengeance mode, and he's obviously heartbroken at what's happened with him and Cap. Uh, Cap's walking away with his shield and... Iron Man has a line of, that's not yours, that's yep, my, my dad's. my father's shield, yep. Yeah. And Cap yeah, just drops it and leaves it. I'm like, what? <laughs> I know, that was so touching. Like, Cap was definitely, I mean, you could tell the emotional toll that it took on all the characters involved. It did. And it's, and you could tell characters at, at lots of times, especially Iron Man, were questioning whether or not they made the right decision. Uh-huh. Especially when Ross was like, fuck you, you know, like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, oh, maybe putting Ross in charge of us and wasn't the best idea after all. Like, I could definitely see the side of why he did what he did, and there's definitely you, sound reasoning towards it, but... You know what? Knowing that the guy... Oh, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, no, go. Finish knowing it. that the guy who okayed sending a nuke into the middle of Manhattan <laughs> is going to be in charge of your team and whether or not they're doing the right thing. <laughs> I forgot about that. Um, I, think, I think Ross, though, was a, a perfect uh, switch out for Maria Hill. Oh, yeah. Maria Hill is such... A sexy stone cold bitch in the yeah. comic. Oh my goodness! <laughs> it was a, definitely a good switch out. It didn't. It, it felt legit. Yeah, definitely. I mean, putting Ross is the perfect. You know, uh, he perfectly represents everything that's wrong with the military industrial complex. Agreed. Mm-hmm. He's the perfect uh, face for that whole. Mm-hmm. He's a living embodiment, much like Captain America. They're two sides of the same coin. Uh-huh. He, Captain America represents everything that's good about the country. And its actions, and Ross represents everything that's wrong with the country and its actions. Right. How did you guys feel about um, after the airport fight? We see all of Cap's team minus Cap and Bucky in the prison cells. I was heartbroken. I know that was rough. I was like, and that's where Iron Man kind of sees it, and he's like, I didn't know they were going <laughs> to do this. It's like, what the fuck did yeah, you think, you they, think they were, were going to do? Be, now, don't you go and join up with Cap again? Go on with you. <laughs> <laughs> like. Like, he, granted, he didn't know that they were going to put him in, like, some crazy floating <laughs> yeah, underwater prison. fortress. Yeah. Well, I mean, what does it matter? Like he, a prison's a prison. Like, yeah, I loved yeah. it in Hawkeye, you know, like, what did you think they were going to do? Yeah, exactly. Like, like, and it, well, that's just the thing. You can see, like, um, he definitely has a tendency to 
leap before he yeah not yeah. think things through yeah. he'll he go he goes by emotional impact as opposed to careful planning which is funny because he's such a genius in terms it's almost of, like his brain works too fast for him to even think about it's the yeah, common problem exactly. it's a common problem for geniuses actually yeah. um um but it's it's I'm not surprised because of the way that Tony, after the first Avengers and the the course of actions that Tony did throughout the rest of the movies, that he would side with something like that because he's always he's he's been forever on the struggle of trying to save the world without having to sacrifice anybody. But as as it's always pointed out, he doesn't think about the consequences sometimes. Right, of, like like he just. Like Nick Fury says in Age of Ultron, he's like, you created artificial intelligence without even so much as a fucking thought. Yeah, you were just without, like, yeah. this is a good idea. <laughs> Let's do it. Like, not even thinking about consequences. Well, we have Siri. I mean, <laughs> one step up is like Ultron, right? That's have true. you ever asked Siri if you can call her Jarvis? Yeah, she says, I don't understand. I haven't asked her lately. Uh, no, she says... The first time she said, "Would uh, would you like me to get Miss Potts?" <laughs> oh, really? and then no. Other time she was like, "I cannot build you a suit of armor." I think the last time I asked Siri if you could call if I could call her Jarvis was back in the second movie, or maybe in the Avengers. Have and you asked if you could call her Ultron? <laughs> ask if you uh, can call her Skynet. I'll have to do that later. <laughs> um, yeah, but it was very uncomfortable seeing like all those people in the prison and. Everybody had their little uh, dialogue with uh, Stark. I, I <laughs> love Ant, yeah. <laughs> Ant-Man's. And he say, Dr. Pym told me to never trust a Stark. Yeah, something, something like that. that. And then Stark was like, who are you? And he's like, <laughs> come on. Come on. <laughs> I, call, I call it the Star-Lord syndrome. Yeah. <laughs> um, so at the end of this movie, um, feelings are hurt. Teams are shattered. Emotions are drained. Backs are broken. Cap um, gives Iron Man a burner phone. He does. <laughs> <laughs> he did. He totally gave him a he fucking did. jitterbug. <laughs> it's perfect phone for him too. A jitterbug. Yeah, uh, yeah. He gives Captain him a America phone. And gives him his jitterbug. Now is this is this what we see the start of Cap's secret secret Avengers? Avengers? Yeah. Mm, good is point. It, I'm uh, I am definitely like I enjoyed the way it ended, but I hated how everything was kind of like tied up in a bow, but at the same time it was utterly open ended. Like yeah. mm-hmm. they're. Besides the team being split up and everyone being mad at each other and uh, War Machine's inability to walk very well, uh, there were no serious consequences to this Cap, civil war. Cap uh, breaks all the people out of yeah, the prison. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God, seeing this Scarlet Witch like, rocking back and forth in a straitjacket. That was uncomfortable. Yeah. That she, was, she plays how did a, she find play- it? Um, he probably had Nick Fury find it. Oh, no, they probably used Wakandian technology to find yeah. it. Yeah. Ooh, okay, good point. Um. And that leads us to the two end credit scenes. Uh, the first one being set in Wakanda yeah, with uh, Cap, Bucky, and Black Panther. And I didn't realize that's where they were until I started noticing all the people in the background. <laughs> I was like, oh, wait. How everybody's black? Yeah, I was like, they're, they're, <laughs> they're in, in Detroit. <laughs> I was like, they're in Wakanda. Um, and then they put uh, Bucky back on ice, which I was just kind of like, what? Well, that I mean, yeah, I, I, it does suck. I get it. But I I understand I'm it. I'm thinking they're going to set up Captain America's death and then him becoming the new Captain America. Although I wouldn't be surprised if they didn't go that way. It seems like that's a direction that they could be going in. Mm-hmm. It was just weird, like, sad. having them go back, like, go through all this and then just going through him, putting him back on ice. Like, I understood why they did it. Doesn't mean I have to like it. Yeah. But I understood it. I mean, it's like 
Wouldn't you get kind of annoyed if you were just sitting there all day and somebody every time somebody would say like apple, <laughs> you would start like barking like a dog? <laughs> oh, you mean like a uh, Android fanboy? Yeah. Yeah, and 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 the fact too that he still has the memories of all the kills he's done. Uh huh. Like that's that would that would definitely suck. He's such a he was such a good person in the movie too. Like being forced to do stuff like that is very. uh, It makes for a very tragic character. Like even more tragic than Captain America, which is saying a lot. Yeah. Oh my God, that part where Captain America grabbed the helicopter, by the way. <laughs> oh, his biceps. <laughs> That's what Stephanie said. <laughs> oh my God. I was, I was watching, I, I like hit Chanel. I was like, I want those. <laughs> Pulling down a helicopter. Holy shit. That was feats of strength was, in this movie. Wow. And that was another close call where like you knew it wasn't going to happen, but you didn't have time to think about it where the propeller goes yeah. flying. Oh yeah, the rotor. <laughs> Jesus. And you're Christ. just like, oh, <laughs> Cap, look out. <laughs> um, and then the uh, the final end credit scene is uh, Peter Parker Which in his to, bedroom. I, I really didn't get it. Um, messing with the web shooter, and the web shooter had the signal, uh-huh. the spider emblem signal that he used to have in the old cartoon uh-huh. that he would use to warn enemies of his arrival. <laughs> um, and it's just funny because uh, Aunt May comes in and she's asking him, you know, who did that to your eye again? He's like, some guy named Steve. <laughs> He's from Brooklyn. His friend was really, really big. <laughs> I can't believe Captain America gave Spider-Man a shiner. That's so great. Like, it just... The, it oh, the, I'll back up a little bit. The interjections with Cap and Spidey. Oh, beautiful. Fan yeah, where are you from, fantastic. son? Yeah. Uh, Brooklyn. <laughs> Queens. <laughs> um... No, no, it was Queens and Brooklyn. Yeah. Uh, overall, uh, it was a lot of fun, and and that ending, it, it took all the fun and was like, give me that back. <laughs> you don't and, deserve and, any of this. And it just made your, your heart sink, and it made this you sad. This is adult time now. <laughs> um, it's, like, it's like playing with all your favorite toys and watching someone grab them and throw them in the garbage disposal. Uh, I've had that happen. Last thing Are you before, yeah. oh my god! <laughs> the last thing before uh, we <laughs> we start to uh, do our, our ratings and go around with our final thoughts. Um, the ending part where Tony or Tony's reading the letter from Steve, and it's it's kind of like an apology and also letting him know that you know they're still here if he needs them. But he also says the Avengers, it, it was never mine. That's your thing. So we could see, you know, in, in, come Infinity War and Iron Man led Avengers. But then you got to ask, who's left to be on his Avengers? Yeah. Hmm. Uh, Him, Vision, Vision, War Machine, if they fix his legs. Spider-Man. Spider-Man. I wonder if they'll go with the uh, War Machine angle where he can incorporate tech. Did you read the comic where War Machine was uh, horribly mutilated and was a cyborg? Mm-mm. It was really good. Um, I enjoyed it a lot. Like, he was horribly... He was in an explosion. He was horribly hurt, and he uh, his suit had like it was keeping him alive. And he had the ability to incorporate technology into his body. So like, if there's a tank nearby, he would disassemble the tank and then turn into a giant tank mech, or like, and he would just keep on incorporating other technology into his body. It was really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, we also could maybe see. Uh, I mean, the you know they're introducing we're getting Doctor Strange, um, Captain Marvel, which <laughs> the Russo brothers actually let something slip. Uh, they were at a press junk. They were doing press things, and they were doing a uh, big fan Q and A, and they were talking about Avengers: Infinity War, and they were like, you know, we're looking, you know, forward, you know, we can't something to the nature of, you know, we can't wait to to work on, you know, to work 
and, and introduced like Captain Marvel. <laughs> and the fan was like, wait a minute. They were like, did you just confirm Captain Marvel? And they're like, ah, we mean Captain Marvel. <laughs> <laughs> All those Russos. Um, so seemingly Captain Marvel's confirmed for uh, cool. Infinity Wars. Wonder is going to play her. Will it be a her or will it be a him? Probably a her. It'll be a her. And like they've said that. Ronda uh, Rousey. <laughs> that her power level is going to be on par with like Superman. Cool. Like she's going to be oh the most God. powerful player. Um, but, you know, so we could be seeing, you know, an Iron Man led Avengers. Well, for, like, set up Civil War 2. For most of like Infinity War, first one. And then, you know, they've set it up where, you know, Iron Man can pick up that phone and be like, Cap, <laughs> some shit's going down. <laughs> Flip and open and that phone and make we could finally call. see hopefully a a jovial <laughs> T nine that T9. shit. <laughs> Damn it! I pressed it too many times. Hopefully, see a a rekindled relationship between the two, and then just as an ultimate Avenger. Not to be confused with the Ultimate Avengers movie, <laughs> the Ultimate Avengers conference, but an ultimate like Avengers team, and you throw in Guardians of the Galaxy with that. Which I, I started thinking the other day. I was like. How are you going to, uh, to introduce Guardians of the Galaxy to the Avengers? Well, they'll be and in space. And then I was like, well, all you got to do is you have them show up on Earth. They say that the second one's going to have parts on Earth. Uh, finding Vision and being like, hey, we need that. <laughs> we need that guy's brain gem thing. <laughs> like, because they could be, they could end up going on a mission of wanting to find and protect the Infinity the Stones. Stones. So that's, that's uh, uh, hearsay. So overall thoughts on the movie, um, thoughts and score, Jeff. I really enjoyed it. I did not enjoy it as much as the Winter Soldier. I felt that there was more um, pressure from the production staff to shoehorn in characters. I felt that it suffered from that, but I felt that they did a very good job of making a movie that had so many different intellectual properties in it. But... um, I very much enjoyed it, nonetheless. I thought it was a very good movie. I would give it 8.5 dropped shields out of 10. Tony? Uh, I also thought it was enjoyable. The action was on par with most of the Marvel Marvel movies, and uh, it definitely followed the formula for a good uh, trilogy. It's definitely the Return of the Jedi to the <laughs> Captain America movies. No Ewoks, though. No Ewoks, though. Um, I loved all the interaction with all the characters. Uh, it definitely it felt real. It didn't feel forced or kind of like shoved down your throat. Batman um, v Superman? <laughs> Martha. How do you know that? <laughs> <laughs> So I will, uh, in good faith, I will give it 8.5 out of 10 dropped Woo. shields. <laughs> um, 8.5 to, murdered to bring parents. The, bring the Civil War <laughs> Alliance back into clip. I, I love this movie. Um, the fact that you can go through a movie like this, go from one scene of having like a, a joyous time and then suddenly you're like, oh, it's serious. And then go from like feelings of uncomfortableness with the fight, and then also feelings of sadness of like the relationships being uh, torn, torn, torn apart, and and also like 
the I don't I didn't really we didn't talk about it much the whole funeral scene with Peggy Carter that was pretty emotional. Oh my yeah. god! That like was for the short terrible. time it was. There's so many emotional scenes that you can't even name them all. When uh, mm. like when he gets the text and you see it, it yep, says she that died she, in her sleep. She's gone in her sleep, and I was just like, I, I just got look. I just got goosebumps. <laughs> I can't see them. Uh, he's he's faking need, it. I need proof before I believe you. <laughs> um, it, it, a movie that I've had a comic book movie encompass that many different emotions in a very, very long time. It's normally one theme or the other. Um, this movie was an emotional roller coaster. It was. I mean, I, I. It didn't take any pages from the Notebook this time around, though. No, it did not. <laughs> <laughs> I'm. I'm gonna go with. Uh, with uh, ten bulging biceps <laughs> pulling down helicopters, which roughly translates to about a nine point five, <laughs> nine point eight. Um, and I I will go on record as saying, um, and this is this is an exclusive Kapowcast exclusive, and uh, I, I'm going to go ahead and say that uh, the Christopher Nolan Batman trilogy I don't think is my is the top oh. comic book trilogy anymore. <laughs> Holy shit. I, oh, I think, man. I think the Captain America trilogy is one of the best, if not, well, is now the best trilogy that you can get from a comic book movie. For the simple fact that I think every movie gets better. Yeah. I think <laughs> you go from the first one, which is okay. Winter Soldier, which is a huge leap. Uh-huh. And then I think just because of the amount of emotions that this one invokes in you, and the amount of uh, feelings that you go through and the themes and the action, I feel, is is on par, if not better, than Winter Soldier. Just for that airport scene alone. Oh, my goodness. Which is like comic book movie fantasy. I know. That's something that you would sit in bed and think like, man, <laughs> with, your, with your footy pajamas on, kicking your feet in the air, going, if I did a movie... <laughs> This is what I would want to see. It, it hit all the right spots. And on the airplane, I'm like, see, and you got Ant Man drawing Ant Man going like this. Bam! The, the whole time they're destroying that uh, A380, I'm just going, God damn it! <laughs> and I guess it's fucking job security, right? I mean, <laughs> shit. And I, I know we we sometimes we scoff and we talk about how Rotten Tomatoes isn't necessarily like your. Uh, be all end all yeah. of reviews because I mean you look at Batman Superman, but sometimes things they do get things right. When they rate a movie high, it's normally because it's very good. Um, you know, I have the Marvel movies pulled up, and you look at First Avenger, eighty percent, Winter Soldier, eighty nine percent, and as of right now, Civil War stands at a ninety one percent. Ooh, um, the intervals make sense. Yeah, yeah. The first Avenger was my least favorite of the three, but I will, you know. Right. I'm really glad, that, really, I've never been more happy with the lineup that they have now of who's directing and who's starring in mm-hmm. a movie I, franchise. They've just done justice I mean, I to would, my hero, Captain America. I Like I said, I would say that you know, Civil War to me is either better, if not on par, with Winter Soldier. And to me, like I said, that makes it the be-all, end-all of a comic book movie trilogy. <laughs> I I agree. A moment of silence for the death of the Nolan trilogy. <laughs> Nolan trilogy is still great. The only problem is with the Nolan trilogy is Heath Ledger died. Is the aspect of the Dark Knight Rises. It is one of those movies that you feel like sometimes they tried to shove too many story plots 
into it, like a like a turducken. <laughs> Are you talking shit about a turducken, son? <laughs> We're gonna. <laughs> That's so. That is our thoughts on Captain America: Civil War. We would love to know all of yours, even though nobody ever tells us. <laughs> but we would, we need your feedback. We, we love feedback. You know, just put it down in the comments. Unless it's the, mean feedback, I'm a little the, sick Tony on you. Yeah. <laughs> on, the, on the Pod Bros or over on our Facebook page, um, you can find us over on the Pod Bros Podcasting Network at podbros.com. You can also find us on Facebook at Kapowcast2015, on Twitter at Kapowcast, Instagram is just Kapowcast. <laughs> Did Wait, I get it our, our Facebook's outdated now because it's 2016. <laughs> Just draw on the monitor. You can turn the five into a six pretty easy. <laughs> I do it all the time. <laughs> Until next week, I am Mike. Um, I'm Tony. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, goodness. I was like, do you want me to introduce Jeff? (laughs) (laughs) Are we fucking this up? One week, I want everybody to do introductions for everybody. And I am Jeff. We will see you on episode 42 of Kapowcast.